This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Games Inc. video game design podcast from Polygon.com. I almost said from Cool Games Inc. We're that big. I we think can, we're we getting g- there. We generate our own podcast. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Do you think Nick- if we if we play our cards right, if we get like three really good games in a row, we can just buy Polygon and then we can change the URL to Polygon, a Cool Games Inc. brand. A, a Cool Games Inc. product. Maybe. I mean, we're at one because Barbershop Online was the best fucking video game idea we've ever had and i'm just curious if we want to check in on fiduciary financial numbers what are we working with we're working with some big numbers oh boy yeah Uh, i think making it free to play was Mm. really really smart uh you insisted that everybody get a free pair of scissors at launch for launch week uh and and also a a hair pill which is a pill that you can take that makes your hair instantly grow back everybody gets one of those at start it's like a coin doubler but for hair your second Um, hair pill hundred dollars yeah and i think that quick the way it kind of spikes up like that was a big uh source of income because nobody gets and they'll tell you this at haircut school nobody gets it right on the first haircut you yeah. know the first one's going to be a mess and you're going to want to clean that up um, um i'm glad to hear that we're doing we have such a big influx of cashola because i have a pet project that i was hoping to um i was hoping i would get your consent to invest in my pet project okay um, it's going to be outside of sort of corporate time, so I do need you to sign off on the expenditure. Sure. And I'm curious, will you listen to my pitch for the expenditure? I'll, I'll, I'll always, you know I'll always hear you out. I would like to take the hundreds of millions of dollars that we've made mm-hmm. to, um, and I wanna, we're going to set some of that aside, nest egg for the next game. The rest of it is going to go towards canceling the Suicide Squad movie. Okay. Now that's going to be, because there's a lot of moving parts to consider. There's a bunch of parts. Is it, um, there are a lot of questions. We're going to have to we're going to have to get Jared to sign off on it, and that's going to be really hard because, as you know, he is stuck in character for the rest of 2016 per his contract. Yeah. So he's obviously – well, maybe he would like it, though, because you know the Joker, he loves chaos. He loves chaos. And this would be he loves more than his movie being canceled. This would, would chaotic. Imagine. This would be so chaotic, like taking the movie that you are going to be very bad in, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it so nobody ever sees it. And I tell you where my ire comes from because I've seen some of the trailers, and they're fun. Will Smith is back. Mr. July, it's good to see you. Blockbuster Bill is what I call him. So good to have you back, Blockbuster Bill. The one problem – I mean, there's lots of problems. But one main one that I was just sort of alerted to, I got a little AP news alert on my phone. One of the characters is named Slipknot. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's, I know this is a comedy podcast, but I think you should make it clear that you are joking and there's not a character named one Slipknot. One of the characters in the Suicide Squad is called Slipknot. Mm, right. And that would be so funny if it was true. But again, I'm just worried because people listen to this podcast and sometimes they get like, when is Griffin joking and when is he telling the truth? I yeah. feel like people could come away from this thinking – uh slip not suicide squad people could come away from this thinking that that's a real thing oh this is interesting it looks like uh, google is also joking um somebody has maybe the jokers vandalized this wikipedia article to make it seem like there was a real dc comics character named slick not that's very uh that's very much in character for the joker i feel like just looking at some of the other members here it looks like there's mud vein mm-hmm. is it spelled v-a-y-n-e because that uh would- uh it's actually a-i-n i don't know i don't know why they would change that one up limp biz kit right there's a there is a guy who can kind of melt himself down like alex mack style who is just called puddle of mud which i thought was an interesting yeah that one's fun with two d's and then there's one that can like just sort of blast like an odor that is so bad that it kills and makes people die and they're called hoobastank wow that is good hey suicide squad I'm so fucking ready. I'm gonna. Can see- we talk about your membership? Like, what the fucking policy is to allow people into your club? 
they should like workshop the names before they they put it out there. They should all get together as a team. And like I feel like even the Joker who I'm pretty sure like has the word evil evil laugh. He just has the words evil laugh with asterisk on each side of it tattooed across his forehead. I think uh-huh. even he would be like, "Okay, but Slipknot, like that's a little and, and here, like, we know how these things work now. Each of the people in the squad are going to get three of their own fucking movies. They've that's already confirmed true. that Harley Quinn's going to get their own movie, although Margot Robbie in that role, that's a, that's a revelation of casting well done. Mm-hmm. But now, but as a result, we're going to have a Slipknot standalone movie where people are packed into a theater opening night and the words Warner Brother presents and then the word Slipknot is going to appear. <laughs> I love that, though. Because it's it's it it's just it scores itself obviously, and that that's helpful. It's unconscionable. I can't conscience it. <laughs> you can't conscience the release of this movie. Uh, what would be what would I guess be the steps to to getting it canceled? Because they've probably printed all the different posters. That's that's tough for us. The movie is probably if they're using a film reel, they've probably made the film already. What do we have to do to kind of reverse like roll it back? I mean, I think I think we how much are they going to make opening weekend? I mean, probably hunt a few hundo mil maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the box office. So business. if we could get like a uh, kind of a one-off crowdfunding campaign, uh, I'm sure we can get 100 million people to give a dollar to stop this movie from coming out. We'll just or like, to, here, edit, just to edit out all the Slipknot scenes. <laughs> I don't know that... Sli- Something tells me that in, in practice, Slipknot might not be the hardest part to watch of Suicide Squad. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, Jesus. I mean, while we're at it, if we could just sort of excise the Leto as well, that would be mm-hmm. cool. Um, How about... Could we just we, make it so that whenever just a character... Will Smith. Is that an option? Cut out everyone who's not Will Smith. It'd be a yes. much shorter film, but that I think would be... it would be a tighter, denser package. Fuck yes. Um, maybe we just make it so we get all the characters back in the studio and we just get them to do a bit of pickup VO... Um, so that when they do say the name Slipknot, it like very quickly cuts to a camera shot from behind that person and it edits it, edits it in. It's like, we're going to need one more member of the Suicide Squad. And I think you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Dark Greg. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I think that's smart. It, it would be hard, I think, because I, I was in some of those early meetings with the rest of the writing crew and a lot of people were pushing really hard because I was like, we should not call it Slipknot. This is too... I know that that's the name of the original character, but we should mix it yeah. up. And everyone in the writer's room was like, okay, how about System of a Down? How about... Like, they just kept yeah. saying other new metal bands. I mean, I'm I sure like, it's like a comic book character from, like, the 80s or something like that. Like, I'm sure there has been a character named Slipknot, but it's... But you you don't have that name anymore. That's true. I'm sorry. You don't. You don't have that name anymore. If 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 there was a a superhero from like 1920 named Saddam Hussein, <laughs> you can't put them in the Suicide Squad movie. The name doesn't. It's not right. what that means it's, anymore. It's been usurped by a different the other. Here's the track list from Slipknot's first self self titled album. Mm-hmm. Just going to run down through some of the highlights: Eyeless, Wait and Bleed, mm-hmm. Spit It Out, Tattered and Torn, Frail Limb Nursery. Purity, liberate, prosthetics, no life. All of these, by the way, better superhero names than Slipknot, insofar this, as they're not the name of the band Slipknot already. This is my my supervillain nemesis, Frail Limb Nursery. <laughs> Diluted, only one, scissors. Did you know, did you know this is a fun fact? Uh, there's a Slipknot song off their 2001 album, Iowa, and the name of the track, I'm not joking, name of the track is People Equal Sign Shit. <laughs> Which, again, that's a problem for Suicide Squad because that's the tattoo on the Joker's back. It just says People yeah. Equal Shit. And it's pointing to his butt and there's a poop emoji. <laughs> this fucking movie, Slipknot. Hey, let's do some um, some game pitches, huh? Yeah, I'm down. Um, We're at like nine minutes in, right? Yeah. That was a lot of Suicide Squad. That's a lot of Slipknot chat. <laughs> yep. Um, I have one here. It was sent in by Sam Sweet. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sam. Uh, Sam says, British Bake Off, but contestants have to invent convoluted heist plans instead of creating delicious desserts. I love this. I, I, I favorited this one, too. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put my foot down and say that Mary is still judging 
the whole thing. Oh, yeah, Mary is like a, a long retired cat burglar, but She's like, kind of like the, the cue in this yeah. situation. In her heyday, though, she would steal some shit. Paul Hollywood definitely active in the scene still. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of a bruiser type, I think. Like he's not the greaser that like gets in there and makes the hard jumps. I think he goes in, and if there's punching to be done, I yeah. think Paul fucking Hollywood's I'm, the one. I'm to do imagining it. him right now, and it's probably been two or three months since I watched Great British Bake Off. But I'm just imagining the the Cockney dude from Uncharted Three. You know who I'm talking about? You'd, no. He'd, he'd have that. Well, that's that's fair, I guess. Uh, but the fellow, the fellow, the fake Jason Statham from Uncharted 3 is who okay, I'm yes. him being like. Yeah, um, that's what I meant. Um, so uh, there would be three rounds, right? And the first one would be a heist that they have prepared all to rob the same building. And, and so it'd be like, well, I want to go in through the vents and I want to drop gas into the room and then I'm going to rappel down. And it's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to use, uh, I'm just going to run in full force, going to sort of run and gun it. Um, and then they judge it based on that. And I think you get to like draw it up on like floor plans and shit. Second one would be to r- how you would rob a building you've never seen before. That's yeah. Which by the way, just like cooking a dish you've never made before, completely impossible. Totally setting yourself up to lose. Just an unfair challenge. There, I'm watching this new this new season of the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, and they have run out of things to like throw at these people that they don't know about because the second round in every episode is a recipe they don't know, and the recipe's like make the bread. That's a fucking great recipe. Thank you. <laughs> um, and now it's just like some sort of Spanish cheese and nut log that yeah. six people total have ever eaten <laughs> it's like damn thanks paul it's a toughie it's they're getting they're escalating so i'm, I'm trying to figure out because because mary has a as a specific sort of tenor to the way she speaks she's able to mm-hmm. really couch her criticism and her judgment uh in a way that makes you feel safe she doesn't make you this, ever feel attacked this so, was a lovely heist that's what i'm wondering it's like if i'm a contestant and you're mary and i'm like mm. all right my plan is to uh Punch open all the windows with my bare hands, oh, no gloves. Dearie. Oh, dearie, it's and, a little uh, bit violent, I'll isn't it? I'll put the it? glass in my mouth, and I'm going to spit it at the bank uh, tellers, and hopefully that'll just scare them a little, and then I'll take the money uh, and just kind of walk out the uh, front door. I've got a van that is green. I've painted a dollar sign on the side of it so that I know it's my money van, and I'm going to ride out in that. It's a bit slipknot, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I, your, I, I guess your plan I, is a, your plan is a bit shit, right? I guess I guess you're right, Mary. Back to the drawing board. No, I'm gonna ask you to leave. And then the third one would just be like the showstopper would just be like I'm gonna rob a blimp in the sky. Fuck you! No, you can't. You can't do that. But then it's like some some 14 year old prodigy girl who pulls it off somehow, mm. just like in in British Bake Off. That would be that'd be excellent. That's how it ends. Um, how about a. Uh, Here's one from Smelly at eight on Twitter who says, "Enough of these girls' games. How about something for the lads, ages sixteen to thirty-five?" Which I think is a God. such a good point. I was I had to go to uh, GameStop yesterday because I needed some new uh, Minecraft f- figurines, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just looking at everything on all the shelves, and I was like, "There's where's, okay, where's the stuff for the for lads? Me? Yeah, where's yeah. the stuff for the lads, ages sixteen to thirty-five?" So I'm thinking, like, if we were to design a video game. A video game for you know for men. Mm. What would what would be good to have in there? Uh, well, I would want it to come with a diaper. <laughs> I think. I mean, damn, dude. I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to involve just like not giving things a chance. Mm-hmm. So it has to be like, what is the most? It's got to be like a platformer. I think like a two D platformer that just like everyone knows about. I don't know. This is tough. What do boys like? Guns. Cars. I mean, women like guns and cars, too, though. I guess what I'm thinking is, what would appeal to a 16 to 35-year-old man? A gun car, yeah. A gun car is probably a big part of that. Sounds like you got a gun car outside your, your apartment <laughs> it's there. backing up. I mean, can we just make the case of the game blue, and that's and then they'll know? Oh, because that way it's for, they know it's for boys. Like, we make it a baby blue. Yeah, that's that sounds good. Rocket ships, definitely. Toy guns, cars, ca- trains. toy cars, trains, action men. Yeah, um, army men. With f- army men. They should do a video game with army guys. Army men it. that f- eat, that eat steak. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Old timey uh, gun. Old timey gun. And what if there's only one copy of this game in existence? So you just have to fucking fight for it. Oh, football rrr, field. Rrr. Give you give you a good tackle. Um, how about another one? For me? 
No, I'll, I'll read it. Oh, okay. By Millennial Man says uh, that's Helen. Well, can Maris. that hold on? How about that's the submission? <laughs> by Millennial Man. Yeah, it's like by Millennial so Man, except like way more open minded and like cool. Um, by Millennial Man, Helen Ayers on or Narez on Twitter says BMX stunts for the troops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this would be like a, we haven't had like a good, well, we haven't had a good skateboarding game in forever either, but we haven't had a good BMX game in even longer. That's I would true. Argue. So like, this is a genre I would love to revive, but maybe the whole time you're doing it, instead of getting points, you get troop cheers. You got it. And while you're like in the air, like doing your whirly gigs, you're just like, fight good. And there's kind of a horse mechanic. I think you would be Matt Hoffman. He's one, right? Yeah. Matt Hoffman. Was he was one of the non? Maybe, was he the? Maybe he was a surfing one or the bike. He was one of the non Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Travis right? Pastrana. Oh, he's more motorbikes, but maybe we can get those in the thing too. Yeah. But I think you go up and you're doing the stunts and you just yell like, "Be brave out there!" Yes. Thanks for the service. Yes. And you're like waving a flag and shit. So let me just just I want to make sure I have a crystal clear yeah image of the scenario you're painting. Yeah. You are a man on a bike. Or motorbike. Or a woman on or a, a bike. Woman, or you're a person on a bike slash motorbike, and your audience is troops. All troops. And you, mid-stunt, have made it your mission uh, yeah. to kind of commend the troops mid-stunt, yeah. mi- w- which puts sort of an exclusive spin on your tricks to make it so clear that these are tricks for the troops. Yeah, I guess if you don't like that, I guess maybe support the Maybe you don't support the troops. And I think that's what we'll, we'll send. When we send out our package to all the websites that are going to review the game. Just like, oh, just, think about... By the way, if you don't like this game, uh, just maybe stop and think about what that says about you. And Is it possible that the troops, after you do the BMX stunt part of the game, the troops actually go out there and you control them sort of real-time strategy style? And their, their strength and power, it all relates to how inspired they were by your fucking tight-ass bicycle stunts. I like that. There's a one-to-one relationship between yes. how many wheelies you did and how hap- how good the troops are at doing a fight um you got one yeah here's one from sir 5000 uh team pippis on twitter uh who okay i did a vine when i was <laughs> staying at a beach house and it was there was a sign hanging in the bathroom of the beach house that said peepis peepies room P- just to be clear p-i-p-i-s space r-o-o-m and I did a vine where I was looking around frantically saying, where's the peepus? Where's the peepus? And then I go into the peepus room and I found it. Yeah. That vine has 1.5 million loops oh, on is- it. And I don't know what the audience, I don't, I'm not quite sure what the audience is for the peepus room saga. It's, if I've learned one thing about vine, it's the popularity of your vine is inversely proportional to how how popular you think it's going to be if you do something that is just a you think complete slam run home dunk yeah it's, it's nothing nothing happens but if you just do a vine of like a dog do it doing a flip and then you put the, the flintstones theme over it that's for some reason we'll have that's eight hot. million loops that's just how it works um all right give me that suggestion so team pippis's suggestion is tetris but the pieces dropped are determined by amiibo that represent each block shape and you can only use that amiibo once so this is a game you can play. Like, how many amiibo are there? Like 120. Well, maybe? you can you can buy duplicates though. I'm I'm assuming. Oh my god, and that's the rub, right? What's so, what's right about that is that you're. It, I mean, you, either you're using existing amiibo. Tell me which you prefer: using existing amiibo, or we release amiibo of the extant Tetris blocks, the T block, the L block, the, the line, and then in reality, you could actually use your amiibo to build a Tetris solution oh yeah that that's is, cool that mirrors your in-game tetris solution if you what would they look like luigi would probably be like a four piece straight up right because yeah, like, well, kind of his smash bros amiibo is him doing his victory taunt where he just kind of curves himself into kind of a like a crescent moon shape so that could but be ddd would be like a square i think just based on the sort of shape of the thing right Kirby uh, would be the f- world's first just be circle. One, yeah, just one <laughs> circle. I mean, that's the more fun idea, isn't it? Is mm-hmm. Tetris, but with random shapes, not not necessarily tetrominoes. Yeah. We got a, another submission that was like a Tetris-like game where you're scanning real-world objects uh, into the into the game. Uh, there was a yeah. PS3 downloadable game called Trash Panic. I don't know if you yeah. ever played that. 
which was literally exactly that idea with like a robust physics model. You're just putting garbage in the trash and slamming it down in there. Oh, but you're not <clears> taking <throat> pictures with the PlayStation Eye. No. So uh, that's, so that's what that's what I'm all about. Is like I'm gonna I'm gonna take pictures of all my cousins, and now I'm gonna <laughs> stack them up. Cousin panic. Cousin panic. That's a good game. There was that a uh, that there was a 3DS uh, Chibi Robo game. There's like Chibi Robo Photo Finder where oh, you would yeah. like like for example you'd get a uh, you needed to find a CD. So you go find a CD ROM in real life. Take a photo with the th- the 3DS's 0.000005 megapixel camera, uh, and then Chibi Robo walks into the frame in kind of an augmented reality way, rips that CD off the table, and carries it around. And it's like. I, that always resonated with me. Now, if we take that tech and put it into a good camera, a good camera and a good game, like an iPhone camera, perhaps, yeah. uh, or even better, a, the Vita's camera. Um, That poor neglected guy. Yeah, he, that camera has been used two times. For, well, yeah, both were Tearaway. Yeah, Tearaway um, and then Tearaway again when it puts your face on the sun. How about this one from St. Olaf, Fadaku? on twitter who says kerbal space program but you're building big fucking gundam type mechs and they fight and shit that sounds pretty good are they still manned by like little green ah uh, yeah i guess so people love those little minions don't they because that's what they are they're fucking minions guys <laughs> i love watching them fall over the venn diagram of the kerbals the minions and the rabbits to me is just a complete circle. I there is no I my brain literally can't differentiate between minions, kerbals and rabbits. Yeah. Um but what's great about this is it's like it's not like armored core where it's like leg blaster and you like switch them into different slots. You're actually placing these things in a in a 3D sort of builder environment and i would say 95 percent of the mechs that get built are just gonna fall just right, right the over. hell over oh that's good because as soon as you that it'll have that sort of kerbal loop of like as soon as your mech takes its first step it's gonna feel better than when your child takes takes its first step you know what i mean yeah. like it's gonna be a moment that you remember um and those fights are gonna be really fun to watch very because, short yeah just, it's going to be like the first season of BattleBots because now you watch BattleBots and those things are they all look like square Roombas and they're all just flipping each other over and pinning each other but like back in the day it was like I know it'll work a flamethrower yeah. it won't work it super won't work because you get tipped over once and you're done I'm my robot's going to have legs okay well your ass is going to be on the ground right that was dumb, before dumb. people realized you can min-max it by just putting a spatula on the front of it and then you win that's the whole and then that's it BattleBots has been basically broken wide open for 15 years um it's gonna be like that like the fights are gonna last for one one second mm-hmm. you're like you're and, it, and most of it's gonna be like i'm gonna fire my real guy i blew my own arm off yep a lot of my, self-defeating robots. a lot of yeah although i'm into that play bushido blade with uh chris uh plant and a few buddies the other night that game holds up and holy shit all video games should last that long just a couple seconds just like a second or two that's I, all it takes that's pretty good. Uh, would you like a, another idea? Please. All right. Uh, here's one from <laughs> here's one from shit laddie, uh, MySpace Kared on Twitter, who says a class based shooter where each class is designed for a specific peripheral, i.e., a steering wheel or a DDR pad. Um, which I, I love this idea because it means not unlike Rock Band, not everyone has to have every controller. If you want to have yeah. fun, you just need to get the one for the class you enjoy. There's a I, this, the trouble with it, okay, so, <clears throat> like, there's a, there's this idea that, like, I think they use for when they're making Magic the Gathering sets of either, like, top-down design or bottom-up design. And top-down design is where they pick the theme first, like, we're gonna do a horror set of cards, and then they just write on the whiteboard, like, vampires, and, like, a cellar yeah. door, and, and then they design based off that. And then bottom-up is where they have the mechanic first, and then they have to design the world around that. Sure. My concern <laughs> is that this is gonna be the bottomest up game design of all time, because we, the only thing we know right now is that it's, like, a steering wheel, a D- DDR pad, a Guitar Hero controller, an iToy, like a PS2 iToy, and then we have to design mechanics around each a of those. Sega Activator. Right, yeah, and how do we, I think if we get an uh, e-reader, the GBA e-reader in the mix, that oh, would be yeah. good. Um, the problem is that we have to build a game a game with like a Wii Fit board, and if we could figure out whatever warehouse they put all of the, uh, the little Wii heartbeat detector thing. Never oh, the out? vitality sensor? Those yeah. never I don't even think those made it to the old printing press. They did. Yeah, they probably didn't even get made, huh? Um 
Yeah, I don't know how we would solve for that because there would be some balance issues unless we made it so that like the GBA reader character could kill you in a single shot. Right. But they would have to swipe the shoot card well, after swiping in the turn right, turn right, turn right, turn right, turn yeah. right. And realistically, the shoot card would actually be five cards and you have to swipe both sides of each card. Yeah. So it's ten swipes before you can fire. That's- but it fires off a cannon that lights up half the level. Right. There's ways of doing this. I just am too lazy to do that. Right. I'm thinking of all the different the ways we'd have to get these puzzle pieces to fit together, and it makes me want to go yeah. to sleep. Uh, um, Justin, my brother, sent in just Fester's quest again. Mm-hmm. We talked about this on Mabim Bam this week, the, the video game Fester's Quest, and how um, bonkers it is that this game got made in, like, 89 before the Addams Family movie happened. And it was also the first Addams Family game. So, in summary, it was a, a fairly dead franchise, and it is a video game about one not character. even one of the, like, main, main, main characters of that franchise. I mean, Uncle Fester's an important part of the fabric of that family, but that's he's not the natural protagonist. Right. It's not a virtual Bart situation where you get why they would build it around that character. It's more of a kind of a this, they spun a wheel and picked Fester. This would be like if we did the TV show Dinosaurs, only we made it about a game about the grandma. And instead of the baby. Instead of the baby or the dad or the cool brother. It's about the grandma, and she has to go around solving dino mysteries. You know, dinosaurs. Sorry, Are you Googling to... dinosaurs? No, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of the 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 big dude from uh <laughs> Rocket Power. <laughs> Tito. Fuck, I should have just trusted my gut. I knew it was Tito. I wanted to say Tito, but then I started to think that Tito was Otto because they have the same number of letters in their name. Um, Rocket Power would be good, even though, but though that went off the air in like the early aughts, mm-hmm. right? So this would be like if this uh, the Adams family ended in what? Like, well, I gotta check. I gotta check the math on this because it's astonishing. I think the only explanation the Adams family ran from 1964 to 1966. It was three seasons. It was three seasons, and then Fester's Quest... After a couple decades of complete radio silence from the Fester's Quest came out in 1989. That was 23 years after this TV show that ran for three seasons. (laughs) And Sunsoft said, that's the one. That's the only one. I mean, like... This must have been one of those situations where this was somebody's passion project, right? This was, there was no financial reason for that game to get made. It, somebody just fought hard for that to, to come to fruition. I'm Googling TV shows that ended in 1995. Here are things that we could do video games about. Wildcats. My so-called life. My brother and me. Not the podcast I do, but the Nickelodeon show about the brothers. Ghost Rider. Well, hold on now. Now hold on just a fucking second. Now, that seems, I mean, Ghost Rider was conceived in an era before online connected multiplayer video games. Fucking Blossom. This is our Blossom game, starring not Blossom 6 or Joey Lawrence, someone else. Welcome to Northern Exposure, the video game. No one even knows, man. Uh, here's one from Daniel Weimels. There's no way I'm saying that right on Twitter. It's Super Mario Galaxy for Flat Earth people. Is that a real cause? What, is that flat a real? Earth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I promise <sighs> you. I, I think what? I mentioned on the show before, but uh, my girlfriend had. Oh yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Teaching you, her you all about this. it in a yeah. in an Uber ride. Um, um, okay, so it's just then it, that just sounds like Super Mario sixty four. I guess it is, except. Except you, you Mario Galaxy physics apply. So if you fall off the side of a Mario sixty four level, you're on the underside of it. Is that how flat Earth works? I'm, I don't. I don't, I don't think anybody's quite sure. Yeah, they are kind of just guessing. Well, it's okay. almost like they're making shit up as they go. <laughs> it's almost like they're just guessing. Um, you know, that's an. I, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I do have this one from Stephen Hoover, uh, which is you are trying to live in a movie theater, but the ushers are getting suspicious. 
I'm into that. Does it just have to be a movie theater? Can it be a stealth survival game where you're just trying to live in a particular type of building while the administrators of that building try to keep you out? Yes. So almost like the terminal with lo- uh, Thomas Hanks? I love that. So the way that, that Hitman is working, the new 2016 Hitman, is that every couple months they release a new level and it's gigantic and you want to really get to know it and explore the internet. Should I play that? I see some people it's, playing that. Man, it's really cool. It took me a while to realize how cool it is. But I it this weekend was the weekend where it clicked for me and I realized that like I can – make a nasty spaghetti for this man and then ring the dinner bell then run over to the building across the street where i left a sniper rifle on the roof that was too big to carry and then just kind of pop him in the dome while he's throwing up from the nasty spaghetti i made for him out of expired. why did you have to feed the nasty spit that just seems cruel like if you're gonna pop him like why do you have to give him nasty spaghetti as well oh uh, well i guess what i was thinking is if he if he ate the nasty expired spaghetti sauce he would hang out a little longer um and I, was I right. guess so. Um, it seems like it could have gone either way. Um, but like, okay, so movie theater is obvious. The- um, museum, like you have to live in a museum, and and so you have to like hide from Ben Aff- Ben Affleck isn't the one. Stiller Ben Stiller was the one. Yeah, and you have to hide from him, but the whole time. But you also need to fucking eat. That's so you the gotta hardest get- part. I mean, well, that's that's what's fun about it. So the movie theater. There's obviously a situation where your your biggest obstacle, I think, is that. The ushers are like, back again, huh? And you're like, yep, I really wanted to see Star Trek Beyond for the 19th time. Just give me three large popcorns and yeah. two juices and one of each candy. And you're set on food, but the harder thing for that is going to be, I guess, your oh, sleeping arrangement might not be that bad. Um, but then when you're in the museum, in terms of food, you're kind of limited to... You're very limited. To like ast- astronaut ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> like sort of uh, rock rock sugar rock candy yeah uh and then maybe if you you could go to kind of the greenery section of the museum and eat some of the leaves but look out because they could be fake yeah um um i'm imagining kind of a merc versus spy situation yeah all right which how is that not the multiplayer component of every video game it's, now i, I was thinking they would be fantastic if they did that for hitman i don't i don't think they've ever done a multiplayer I'm sure they have at one point, but like a if, multiplayer hitman where everyone is guarding like a mansion and you're the hitman. Yeah. I mean, yes. Uh, if you haven't played the, some of the later Splinter Cell games, there's a mode called Merc vs. Spy where the mercs were first person shooter controls. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had certain like traps that you could set to try and stop these spies who, uh, handled it from a third person Splinter Cell stealth was perspective. Was it like two on four? I remember it was just, th- I remember playing it and it was like this very, uh, it was two, a- two on two. Yeah. And it was a, just this highly asymmetrical, Thing. They just, fucking it was like totally two rad video games meeting yeah. in the middle. It was really it, tight. It was really cool. So I'm imagining something like that, where there's some people just like looking out, trying to trying to keep Tom Hanks from getting from doing his dark deeds. But Tom Hanks is in there in the mix, and he's still in the Constitution and eating it or something. I don't know. We are kind of in a in a era of resurgence for like asymmetrical multiplayer. I think Evolve was an attempt at that. Um, there's a couple of horror games right now where it's like four on one and one person's yeah. a murderer, but I think no one's done the kind of whimsical, more pleasant vibe of trying to get away with free real estate. Yeah. Um, that's what other levels would there be? School, um, Night at the Museum 2. I think escape. just a public library would be promising. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, that would be easy, I think, because you could just hide in the stacks. That would be easy enough. Of books? Yeah. Um, can I do one more? Yeah, what do you got? I feel, I like that one. All right. Um, I like this one better. I think it's from Sion Sesho Sesho Sion. Who says control of a car gets constantly passed between players in five second intervals. The player in control when the car crashes loses. It is hot potato driver seat, where there's a virtual car that you're just driving around. Um, in uh, through like an obstacle course or something like that. Yeah. Only every five seconds it gets passed to somebody else. That's really good. So I think right off the bat we need to just to make it fair, the car should be kind of always accelerating because if you could just throw it in park when your turn comes around, it would make saving the car too easy. But no, 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 you don't understand. The player before you would have to put it in park. And then you pick it up, but they would never do that to you. They would try to goof you up really bad. If anything, what I'm this- saying is that parking would make it too easy for the player who's trying to keep the car safe. We, but that's not what they're doing. They're going to keep it. It's going to be you have five seconds, right? So I'm driving the car, and it's about to pass you five seconds. Five, four, three, two. I point it at a wall and just goose the accelerator one and enjoy Nick. You're dead. Right. That's okay. what's really going to happen. So everyone is trying to keep the car safe while goofing over the next player. Got it. So if it gets damaged while you're in the hot seat, you lose. 
Okay. Yes. That's okay. That's great. Then it's not. It's not like a one person's into it, one person's destroying it thing. Okay. That's that's good. I think we have to have a factor of that. What's that term that you keep? Yo, yomi. Yeah, there needs Yobi. to be yomi. Is that what it's called? Where you like try to guess what the other person? Yeah, it's thinking? called yami yugi. You know all these terms, mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating to me because I'm almost thirty and I don't know the terms. Uh huh. It's okay. It's called Yami Yugi f- in Japan. It's called Dark Yugi in America. Yomi is the Japanese word for the land of the dead. Yeah. And Yugi is the main character of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> you're right about that. Um. Anyways, no, you're right. There should be a heavy mind Gomi? Games. It's not Gomi. Gummy. Cummies. What's it called? <laughs> you know the term. I think it's Yomi. Yeah, Y O M I. Yeah. So Yomi, the term which came from the Virtual Fighter community, uh So is- I did get it right. Then oh god. Yeah. Um I think there's a Yomi element in which every player has a controller, right? It's just the car is being passed between the controllers. <clears throat> right. Um and I think what you can do is maybe once per game or maybe it's on a cooldown, everybody has special abilities. And I think one of the special abilities is simply you add one second to the current player's timer. So they like get wise and they go to like goose it and drive it directly into a wall, hoping to pass it off. Oh when you my beep, God. hit them with that extra second to their timer and then it crashes on their watch. That's excellent. This is very good. Um, what, what could the other special ability, maybe one of the special abilities is just like handbrake. And you force the current player to, like, just, like, hit the handbrake very, very, very quickly. Just flip the car entirely. Well, no, I don't think you could get a guaranteed thing. I, I want these mind games to apply. Maybe you make something appear in the road, and that's, like, your ability. So they still have a chance to, like, get out of the way of it. And to, for, to add to the levels of Yomi at play, you could add, like, a holographic thing in the middle of the road, which they think is an obstacle, oh, but really my God, is blocking yes. the only safe path. Yes, um, maybe one of the Yomi things is you can subtract a second from your own timer, or you can press it to skip your turn and make it go onto the next person Uno style. That's good. so like once per game you can do that. So if or you reverse get... the or reverse the turn order completely. And can you can't see what's going on when it's not your turn? I think it's just a black screen. So I think got... no, it's I mean this is going to be a dope ass party game. I think you can see what's going on. I think I think this is I'm imagining a local multiplayer experience. Okay. Well, in that, yeah, in that case, that 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 does in- introduce some mind game elements. Um, but I, what, one thing I've always admired about, um, like, one thing I've always admired about like Madden and stuff is that that element of picking uh, your play and it's hidden from the other players, like they can't see what you're picking. Mm, so I love okay. the idea of your remaining abilities being mapped to your face buttons, which is yeah, always active. so you know you know what you're hitting, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I do like the idea of being able to deploy a ramp. In the middle of someone else's turn. Oh yeah, that would be so good. And maybe whenever it, the control passes off, you get like a freeze frame, like pan around the scene. So if they are like an inch away from hitting a wall, like everybody just knows it. Yeah. And you get like a little snapshot there. That's really good. Oh, this sounds this sounds excellent. I want this game to be real. I want this game to be real too. There's got to be more to it though. We gotta get. We gotta get. We gotta do more. What's the spice? What's the species spice? Is there a brand that we tie into it? Farmer's Insurance. It's not called Farmer's Insurance. What is it? Farmer Farmhouse Insurance. Yeah, Farmer's Insurance would be insurance for farmers. Geico the with the lizard man. So he's, and he's the he's, he's the driver. He's driving the car. And when he gets he when he wrecks, he's like, Oh beats, Gav, you really jimmied my shuttle. <laughs> okay. And so we're we're gonna go to Geico and say, "Hey, we made a game about murdering your mascot with friends." No, he'll be fine. He'll he'll like rubber rubber body out of the uh, of the okay. windshield, and then he'll stand up and say, "Like, oh, Jiminy Biscuits scraped my knees." That's- Geico's fifteen dollars or more on your fifteen minutes of shirt insurance. I do like that, and then it just plays three Geico commercials back to back before the next round begins. Yeah, and each one has a different mascot because they've lost their minds over there. Yeah, they're they're really trying to diversify. Why stop at four players? Okay. Why not juice it up to like a hundred online players, and so, then it's a last man standing. You know how about fuck that? How about we go full on fucking 
what's that game like agario or whatever where you're just oh, a, a yeah ball. we i want this game to be a million players it's one endless chain uh where a few spots on the chain are active at all times and you're constantly just one endless game that is connecting every player all at once how are we going to maintain like the multiplayer loop of it though are you is is each car going to be controlled by several people um, it would be hard to really time that out, though. I'm worried about I that. I see what you're saying. Like, the the problem would be your turn would only come around every three and a half years. Yeah, I don't like multiple cars. I don't like multiple cars. And I'll tell you why. Because this is a game about people trying to crash a single car using itself. Like, that's the beauty of the thing. And if we yeah. have multiple people trying a destruction derby, we're going to take away all of the elegance of this game. I, I, mean, I, I want this shit to be chess with a single car that you're just trying to goof up maybe mm, maybe there's some sort of system where oh to recharge your abilities you have to do stunts so there has to be some sort of risk reward where you're you are driving riskily yeah like into oncoming traffic burnout style or doing drifts and shit like that to recharge your abilities because that's the only way that you can so if you put a ramp in front of me and i perfectly respond by hitting it at a cool angle doing a corkscrew and landing it that recharges all four of my abilities yeah exactly i'm loving that because because otherwise you could just like slam on the brakes bring bring the car to a stop every time that it's your turn and most of the time that'll be a winning tactic and maybe that is what you want to do um but you're gonna maybe you lose charge if you do that yeah, that's that's see, that's why I was opposed to to breaking at all. I also think there's oh, a- dude, that's one of the Yomi abilities is you have to press a button and then they get a little notification on their screen, like the movie Speed, where if they go below fifty miles an hour, they explode. That's good. So you like fucking force them to gun it. If Gary has hit the brakes his past three turns, you're like, not this time, Gary. Or not this time, Gary. Gone. Speed. Oh, that's nice. I also, that's a good one. You know what's really I enjoy? There's a there's a VR game, Griffin, that uh, you showed me once where you're in the front seat of a car. That's in the back of an airplane. Mm-hmm. And I know that we are, are when in doubt, we do VR, but like there's something really compelling about actually sitting in that driver's seat for your five seconds and having a ton of freedom. Cause like if we make this a traditional holding like a controller in your hands racing game, there's only so many verbs that you can impart on the car like go fast, go slow, move here, move yeah, there, yeah, yeah. To play a power up. But if you're in the driver's seat, you can use your five seconds to like. Maybe punch through the windshield and grab out the the windshield wiper fluid and then rub that all over the screen so that for the next guy they can't see what's coming up next. Or like there's so there's so much you can do in the driver's seat of a car to to kind of screw it up for the next player that I think is very powerful. Yeah, it's gonna hmm. again, I'm worried about the balance of it. Because then I think we're gonna get into a situation where every single time people are gonna punch through the front console of the car. They're gonna like reach over. There's always peanut butter in the glove box. Mm-hmm. You're always gonna smear it on the on the on the screen. I think so. I've been playing Duck Game. Which what I, is it? Duck Game is a, a Steam game. It's kind of like a Smash Brothers or Towerfall situation, but the levels are extremely randomized. So you're a bunch of. It's like a 2D side scroll thing where everyone's a duck, and like sometimes you'll get a round where it's like uh, all grenades and sniper rifles, or you'll get a round where it's all swords and suits of armor, and there's no way out of the level, or the only gun is a gun that puts the duck in a bag and the only way to kill him is to put other ducks in bags and pick them up and throw them in the lava i think this game could be cool if the make and model of the car is randomized every after every game the contents of the car are randomized after every game uh, whether or not the seat can be leaned back is randomized like oh whole- yeah oh shit i mean that's a good one that's a good one you just like recline the seat all of the way you recline the then- seat all the way and then you take the seat belt in the back of the car and buckle it around your own <laughs> torso your shoulders yeah and so they spend most of their turn trying to unbuckle both seatbelts before they realize that you've been holding down the gas the whole time and they're they're heading for a I, wall. Th- to me this sounds like a separate mode to me this sounds like there's the driving the car mode which is sort of the macro scale yes and then i think there's a micro scale like a vr mode a vr yeah. party mode yeah um maybe this is a collection of car danger games mm-hmm. and there's different ways to like goof it up so maybe there's an uh asynchronous mode where on your turn i'm playing the game and i have one minute to just fuck your car up and then you have to drive it through a course that's cool. and if so you kind if of you, a play how, by based, email situation based on yeah based on how far you get you get a certain number of points and then you get one minute to fuck my car up but it's your car that you've customized and you've laid booby traps Okay. So they like rip the front. They they lift up the hood, and if they do it too fast without checking for trip wires, 
they you know blow off one of their hands and then they can only have one hand to like goof up your your ride there's a phrase that you just said that i think could be in the running for the title of this game oh yeah you fucked my car up yeah exclamation mark kind of a kind i don't want to add the swearing i, don't I know love. that we can't have a cuss in there but the cade the the you sunk my battleship style cadence of it i think is what's resonating with me yeah um how do we, you we could well, we can make it a little more teen friendly you 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 fricked my car up um you freaked my car up not my car <laughs> not my car anything but my car <laughs> I love that because why anything would, but my anything but my car. So wait, maybe we call it anything but my engine. So it's like anything with an engine, but we've 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 switched it up. Mm. Is there too much brand confusion? With A little that? bit too much brand confusion. What about bottom gear? Okay, well that's. I I see again. What about West Coast Bustums? <laughs> I do like West Coast Bustums. Uh, BottomGear.com is $2,595, so I don't think we're going to be able to make that work. Well, look at just what about Bustums? Bustums? I'm assuming, by the way, Bust EMS, right? Yeah. I'm finding a lot of websites that are about breaking up unions for emergency medical services. Oh, yeah. Bust EMS. That's not what we're looking for. Well, we could do a mashup. It's been bad the past few times, but we could do like I'll say like a I'll say like a, a danger word, and you say a car word. A car word, okay. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I'm I think I'm ready. Okay. Uh, three, two, so let's say th- two, three, two, two one, one and we say it on go. Yeah, we'll say it on go. Okay. Say it on go. Three, three two, two, one. one. Steering. Havoc. Havoc steering. Steering havoc sounds more like a kind of like a two thousands arcade game. You wanna do one more? Three, two, one. Fiasco on wheels. You oh you mine wait. mine kind of needed to be appended to yours. Mine was on wheels. Oh I see I see I see. Mine was fiasco. So fiasco on wheels. Havoc on wheels might be better. Yeah. Tokyo shit. Tokyo shit is pretty good. How could we? Because I think sabotage is a fun word. Sabotage. Can we cabotage? Sabotage rally. Sabotage rally has that nice assonance to sabotage it. Sabotage rally is mm. fucking good. Sabotage rally is the name of the game. It is a competitive car crashing game where you try to bust up your friends, and there's multiple modes. There's the main sabotage rally mode where you just drive and you have all these yomi elements. Mm-hmm. And then there's the VR, just like fuck up the windshield for the most part elements. <laughs> and then there's the asynchronous goof up the car that your friend has to drive elements. I'm going to be pissed off if somebody doesn't take this idea and make a real game out of it, honestly. I'll be pissed off if, like this barbershop online. We're on a streak, dude. We are. Two out of three. We're two thirds of the way towards a hat trick. And you know what happens when we get three good game Wait, ideas the game? What was the game before barbershop? Ooh. Because I feel like it might have been good. You might be right. It was Spooky Sunday and Age Play experience before. Bro. Okay, so, so we're at two we're out of three two. then. <laughs> yeah. We just got to really nail it next week. I think that's Dude, the Dude, we're going to really nail it next week. Oh, I'm going to be so happy. Fucking Sabotage Rally. What, what platforms is this for? Okay. I mean, we have a few more minutes now. We can come up with sort of a marketing plan because we almost never have time for that. Right. We, we've kind of been like in think tank mode, just like design, and we'll let those suits handle the money stuff. But I don't trust the suits to not botch this one. Me too. I think... um. This game has got to be VR optional, obviously. Yes. Um, and I, I'm totally with you that this game is going to herald the local multiplayer uh, revolution that you and I have both been dreaming of. So I'm thinking, I would love this being like a, a PlayStation VR launch title that also works without uh, without PlayStation. And here's why, or without the, the PSVR. Um, I think if you do own a PSVR, there's a lot of cool possibilities with that sort of second screen experience where mm-hmm. you're in the in the driver's seat in VR while your friends are looking at the TV, uh, kind of harassing your vehicle. Yeah, in, for sure. In other ways, while you're in it. Yeah, I think that could be. I think that could be cool. But again, completely optional. What what's the tag? Like what what's the marketing material? Like, are we going to put this on store shelves? You're talking about a digital release. Are we going to go PlayStation Plus? Is it going to be a freebie? I don't want it to be. I want people to pay their their hard earned money for it. I'm not really sure how that arrangement works. Me neither. I. I know. Are we only going single platform? Are we going to PlayStation exclusive? Here's the thing, Griffin. 
you want to know the last time an uh, incredible vehicular game was made free on PlayStation Plus? It was Rocket League, and that's the most popular video game of all time. They're having like, yeah, a tournament a in L.A. If we give out this game for free, if we're that confident in our game design, if we know it's good... If this and is I the, do. And I do, too. If we know this is the next big eSport, I think we'd be stupid not to give it out for free. Okay, then we'll do that, and then we'll, I guess, release more shit and charge people out the A for those. Oh, totally. We'll have the fucking Back to the Future car in there. That's going to yeah, be $99. Dude. We're going to have our own form of hair pills in here somehow. We need we need to, I mean, we got to find that golden hair pill for, I think, virtually every free-to-play title we release going forward. There's going to be people giving fucking, like, GDC seminars about hair pills. The it's, name of the speech is going to be, like, like, hair pills. Who knew? What's your, yeah, what's your hair pill? Helping what's you your find pill? your hair pill for your game. Um, yeah, free release on PS for PlayStation Plus, and then I guess they'll give us money. Like I guess Shuhei just like cuts us a check. I'm, I'm not sure how it he works. Get, you get some money when that happens. Kazurai comes to my house with like a publisher's clearinghouse check. I don't even know what that fools up to, but it's he's working on those big checks all day. It, does that? Here's the because this could be a deal breaker for me. They're not going to make us make a Vita version, are they? Because I, I don't, oh cr- come on, uh, no, they haven't made a Vita version of Vita games themselves. That's true. There's no. It's a fun fact. There's no Vita version of Severed. When they put it out on the iPhone, they actually deleted the Vita version from everyone's yeah. console. Um, yeah, that's it for this week. What it's a bit of a short episode, but that when you have a fucking when genius inspiration stroke, strikes, you just got to hop on top of it. And, when, and by genius stroke, and by inspiration strikes, we mean thank you, Sion, for that killer suggestion. Good idea. We, Thanks, everybody, for sending in your suggestions. Yeah, they're all they're another another good batch. We have a, a tendency, I think, we got we to gotta be better about rem- reminding ourselves that, like, <laughs> these ideas we, these, are Everything we've ever done is stolen. Yeah, 100%. We're like, hey, check it out. We made the best game ever. Like, we did, but also someone did, and then we said it and now it's sometimes ours. we did sometimes like barbershop online started from a, a picture of a sign and i feel like we can claim ownership of that, yeah, that this one this was the suggestion was literally everything we just spent the last 30 minutes <laughs> we saying. just expanded we should well we need to just put something in our twitter bio twitter.com slash cool games inc uh that is like by the way all we tweets own this. At, all tweets tweeted directly at this account are the property of vox media incorporated all rights reserved 2016 absolutely uh anyway that's gonna do it thank you all for listening um if you could tell a friend about the show we'd appreciate it if you could uh rate us on itunes that's also very very cool yeah i constantly see uh people on twitter suggesting the show uh to to friends who are asking for good podcasts to listen to and that makes me happy every time it happens i'm I'm also see um a lot of people send in suggestions throughout the week um i i i implore you please do not do that until we send out the tweet from the cool games inc account when we're recording um, because we we just don't look at the suggestions all throughout the week, and even if we look at them, we don't really like go that far back to consider them. Because again, we get thousands of suggestions every time we put out that tweet, so we can't go back and look at the one that you sent a week and a half ago or something. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fine. Fine.